three-time Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year, Jason Wilde. I'm not in a mood for drama tonight, Jason. Why are you always trying to stir stuff up, Jason? Is on Rutledge and Hamilton. I don't know if I will go as far as you will. With Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. <laughs> All right, boys. All right. There be good. <laughs> Presented by Coors Light. As much as I love the Foo Fighters that play Jason Wilde in each and every week, I've got to know about this pink experience at American Family Field last night as the three-time Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year, Jason Wilde, joins us here on Rutledge and Hamilton. Alex Strofe, Matt Hamilton, Molly Brown with you. Jason, uh, I heard you talk a little bit about it this morning on Wilde and Tausch with Gary Ellerson, but give me the rundown. How was the experience at pink at American Family Field last night? Uh, first of all, hello to the three-person booth. Uh, excited that uh, Matt Hamilton is part of it because he's not always. That's not always the case when I'm on. Very true. Uh, secondly, I've been here a lot with Jason waiting. lately. It's been great. Yeah, I, I, you know, you know, I love you, man, yeah. and I only give you a hard time for all the times you miss my appearances uh, because it's not as fun when you're not there. So it's <laughs> done out of love, and I'm glad you're there today. Uh, also. Sorry to keep you guys waiting. I had a, a meeting that I had to attend, and so I'm sorry to keep you waiting. I, was it with Mark Murphy? Yeah, would you like to shine any was, light? It was not with uh, anyone with the uh, Packers organization, but um, it, was, it, was, uh, it was forcing me to miss my time with you, and I apologize for that. So thanks for accommodating me. Now, Pink. Pink. Best concert I've ever been to. Most entertaining wow. Spectacle, like I, I, I think she's a really talented musician. She's got a great singing voice. I'm, I've always been a fan of her music. Not as big of a fan as Paula and the girls have been, but the spectacle of her show. I mean, she was flying around in the sky on like a zip line inside Amfam Field. That's like it was absurd. ridiculous. Uh, and as someone who thinks. You know, he tries to avoid his children uh, doing anything risky. I was a little bit nervous throughout that <laughs> portion of the program, uh, but she was—I mean, she was absolutely <laughs> awesome. And and uh, our buddy Josh DiMaggio in Milwaukee sent me a note while I was talking about it. He he apparently saw Taylor Swift, and it just the the level of entertainment value of these uh, pop concerts and just all the things that are going on at them. It's a lot different than, you know, when I go see our friend Matt Carney and he's in the middle of the stage with a guitar, right? And it's a smaller venue, and that has an awesome feeling, too, to it. But uh, I've seen a bunch of stadium shows and nothing I've seen, including seeing you 2 twice in a stadium, uh, has been as full-on entertaining and fun as pink was yesterday. And, and for me, the other thing is, is that the, and I said this, and I know it sounds hokey, but it's the absolute truth. Like seeing Paula and the girls, I mean, they were so like off the charts, happy and just beaming with joy. Uh, our buddy, Greg Scalzo helped me secure the tickets for them. It was, it was awesome. Like I, 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 I didn't admit this cause I'm not, as close with Gary Ellerson as I am with Tausch, and Tausch was off today, almost as often as Matt Hamilton's <laughs> off. Um, but like, I got, I got, I teared up. I did. Like, I was watching them and seeing how happy and how into it they were, and knowing how much it meant to the three of them. There's nothing better 
and Molly, you're a new mom, you get this. Uh, there is nothing better than seeing the people that you love the most feeling really happy. So that brought me a ton of happiness. So all in all, it was an awesome night, even though we got back at 1.44 a.m. Uh, that is way past your bedtime. Yeah. Yes, it is. I'm uh, an old man. La- right. Last thing on Pink, and then we'll go to Packers. Uh, best song she played for you. And I'm not asking anybody else's opinion, but Jason Wildes, what was the best song she played, in your opinion? So uh, I am I am a concert nerd, so I opened up a uh, notes uh, tape. Here we go. So <laughs> did, did you did you submit this to setlist.fm, Jason? Which is a great website, it's by the this, way. Oh, I didn't know that existed. I will now. Uh, it's the Pink Setlist. Um, she sings. Uh, she I, I respect the heck out of her because. Unlike Michael Jordan once upon a time, who had the famous line about how Republicans buy uh, sneakers too, she has her political position and she makes no apologies for it. So there's a song she sings called Irrelevant that is really good. Um, But for me, there's a song that she sings about her dad called When I Get There. And it was one of the slower songs. And that may have been another time where I maybe cheered up. So it was... It was an emotional roller coaster, frankly. Uh, sure sounds like my it. Two sure sounds like yeah. it. Jason Wildey with us here on But I'm all better Rutledge now, and I'm overtired and being annoying with you guys. <laughs> so when you when you say that you pulled your notes out, I'm imagining Jason Wildey at like a baseball game doing the scores, <laughs> right? Like that's two strikes and three. Totally. <laughs> that's what totally. it feels like when you that's say you took nerd. notes during a concert. Uh, so I am curious. I am hoping you're taking notes during uh, Packers practices. Uh, especially these joint ones. I have a curious question about joint practices. How mm, great? How hard is that uh, opposing defense going? Like, is Jordan Love getting anything close to game speed? Is he getting any sort of like wrinkles in defense so he actually has to read something? How how yeah. like game applicable are these joint practices? So you guys, I, and and if you haven't heard me tell this story, I'm not sure how that's possible considering how many times I tell this story, but not everyone listens every day to every show. So um, in 2019, when they first had uh, joint practices under LeFleur, they the last time before that had been in 2005, and Rogers famously, after the Houston Texans came to town in 19, said it's been uh, 14 years since I've had joint practices, and I hope it takes another 14 to do it again. Uh, he hated them. And the reason he hated them was because Chuck Pagano was the defensive coordinator for the Chicago Bears, who were the Packers' opening game matchup for the regular season. Chuck Pagano's brother was the linebacker's coach for the Texans. And so Matt LaFleur admitted that during those practices, he basically did vanilla stuff like you would do in a preseason game because he didn't want Chuck Pagano's brother spilling the beans on everything the Packers ran and sending them film and whatever else. Okay, so that's what pissed Rogers off. The beauty of these practices, Matt, and the reason why they are so valuable is because you don't have to do that. The, the rest of the league doesn't have the film access to these practices, so you can run your scheme. Uh, you can't hit the quarterback. He's still in the red protective jersey. But beyond that, you, you can do all the things that you would do in a real game so you can evaluate your players, so you can see what happens with your scheme, so you can see how effective your quarterback is with 
against different looks or which plays work and which ones don't and which ones he likes and which ones he doesn't. It's incredibly valuable. And so I would argue that what we're going to see tomorrow and Thursday for Jordan Love is more valuable than what he'll do on Saturday against the Patriots in the game. As long as you're utilizing it that way, and, and Ethan Rogers, being the old grouchy old man that he is, acknowledged in 21 and 22 when they had the Jets here in 21 and they had the Saints here last year that it was a lot more valuable to him, and, and he had to acknowledge that it was useful because of what you just talked about. As long as you do those things, as long as you run your stuff offensively and defensively, as long as Jordan Love gets to go against the Patriots' defense running the kind of defense that they would run in a game that counted, so they're sending blitzes, they're disguising coverages, all those things, it's incredibly valuable, and that's why I'm so much looking forward to tomorrow and Thursday. And you do think that's the case most of the time, because I, I hear what you're saying, and I, I agree. I, think, I do think that these joint practices are more important than the preseason right now for Jordan Love. But is there any reason that Bill Belichick would pull a punch the way Matt LaFleur did against um, Pagano's brother? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think so. Like, you know, there's kind of a gentleman's agreement. Um, and obviously in 21, you know, Matt LaFleur stood up in Salah's wedding. Salah stood up in his wedding. Like, they're best friends. Like, that, that's, uh, they, they were not going to screw each other over and, like, call Kyle Shanahan and tell Kyle Shanahan what the other was running, right? I mean, it, I guess there's a little bit of a trust fall, some might say. Right. Reference. Uh, involved there, but no, as long as you, I, I think 2019 was the outlier. And and look, you're seeing, you're seeing all these teams doing them, right? The, the uh, Browns just finished their second practice with the Eagles today, I think. Um, the Packers actually doing two sets this year, one practice with the Bengals the other day, and now these two coming up tomorrow. Um, the reason why these are expanding and are becoming much more prevalent are A, you can run your stuff without it being on film for the rest of the league, and B, your quarterback is in a lot less danger. You don't take away the risk. There could still be something goofy that could happen and a quarterback could get hurt. But it's not like the preseason where, you know, before at least two of you on this panel were born, I think, uh, Brett Favre was at Camp Randall Stadium playing against the Denver Broncos, and he broke his thumb on John Mobley's helmet, and it was during the 99 preseason, and he played with a broken thumb all year, which, because he was Brett Favre, was used as an excuse for his performance, whereas when Aaron Rodgers had a broken thumb, he's just a problem. <laughs> not that I'm bitter about people ignoring that. Last no, year. not I, at all. I just I thought that was a disservice to him. Yeah, uh, we're chatting with Jason Wildey. You can hear him weekdays nine to noon on Wildey and Tausch across ESPN Wisconsin. Jason, my last question for you: This will be the first time that you're getting to see Jordan Love this preseason in person, in game, close to game action. I guess we can say. Uh, what's going to be the biggest thing that you're looking at when evaluating? "Quote unquote," uh, Jordan Love this weekend on Saturday against the Patriots. Uh, I I am always interested in his uh, process processing. Um, what was it Intel that used to do the commercials? Where do 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 do? That's the one. Um, I, I, 
I'm I'm really curious if he's got like the Pentium processor going right, and if he's able to <laughs> go through his progressions quickly and make good decisions. Um, you know, I, again, I I think this offense is designed to make that part of it easy for a young quarterback. That's why the you know Brock Purdy's of the world and the Jared Goffs of the world over the years. That's why they were able to be successful in this scheme, and I think. That's what helps Jordan, but he still has to be decisive. I still use Lafleur's line about indecisive equals ineffective all the time. So he's got to be decisive, and he's got to throw. He, he can't miss throws. He can't miss the easy ones like he missed to Musgrave last week. Jason, tomorrow's Wednesday, which means you're stuck with me. I'll talk to you at 9 a.m. Thanks, as always, my friend. Can't wait for uh, Mo the Dog Wednesdays without Jesse. They're a highlight of the week. <laughs> they sure are. I'll talk to you then. Good guys. All right. Bye. Hey, he didn't do it. Take care. Take care. Be good. Did he hang up? Oh yeah, he did. He didn't say take care. Be good. Whoa. Oh, because he I'll knows you guys it. haven't been good today. I'll say it. Okay, guys. Take care. Be good. Yeah, that was it wasn't that, the same. that was necessary. I tried my best. Take care. Be good. <laughs> <laughs>